What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon Wolverine legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. Back in the day, he was all swack, and he's now the head coach at Simeon Career Academy for their baseball team, the Wolverines. He is Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft analyst. You can catch all his work at NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch him on the Undercenter Podcast. Uh, football night in Chicago. The online this Thursday. Are you on this Thursday? I'll be on this Thursday. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right before Bears, baby. I, see, I told you. Uh-huh. I'll be at the game. Nice. Nice. He is Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, it's been a while since we've been on it. The last time we were on... Uh, what was it? Two Sun or two Mondays? No, it was ago. last week. Was it? Oh, last Monday. Yeah, I'm thinking we two. Missed, we, yeah, yeah, that we was missed. the week. That was that before. All right, it gets so, confusing when your team can't ever win a game. It just yeah, seems like Groundhog's Day. That's what it is. Uh, but a lot of stuff has happened since our our last uh, mm-hmm. appearance here on the podcast. Uh, before we get to the Saints game, uh, big trade happened. Uh, everyone knows about Montez Sweat. Uh, traded from the Washington Commanders to the Bears for a second round pick. Um, I think we were all screaming. We were screaming on this podcast. The Bears needed the pass rush. Uh, Alex Brown was uh, was adamant about uh, why they didn't, why the Bears hadn't gone after a pass rusher on the post game show after the who they played before the Saints the. Chargers. Chargers game. Yeah, the Sunday night game. And uh they went out and got a got them a pass rusher. Uh the question is, would you have spent that second round pick um for Montez Sweat? I like the player. I don't know if I would have spent the draft capital uh for him. I mean, hey, look, me. look, we extended him. That did happen so, quickly. So, so it ain't like a Claypool situation. <laughs> we, we, we gonna have to enjoy this second round pick for a few years because we ain't gonna just. Let <laughs> well, you know what? Ever you know what? But the word out there is that you know they got they got a real good a character guy, and so we're not gonna have to worry about you know what we what we did with Claypool. Yeah. Can he but, play, man? Can that's he the that's play? the question. Yeah. That's the question. Can he play up to that ninety-eight million dollar contract? You know, he, he is he a good player because there are other good players around him, kind of like Ottawa Legulier. He was really good when Jason Taylor was on the other side. When Ottawa Leg got here, he was just okay. It was okay. Yeah, like I said, he was just okay. Okay, it wasn't bad, but okay, he wasn't the. Double-digit sack dude that, you know, he seemed to be a purported to be when he had somebody else on the other side. And that was just the opposite side of him. Montez had dudes all on that whole defensive line. So he wasn't seeing no kind of double teams. Um, they were they were all first-round picks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All four. Yes, yeah. they were. So, I, yes, I agree with you. The character guy, I'm not worried about that. I, I, I don't doubt that. He'll work hard. He displays some athleticism and some some agility on that when you track Taysom Hill down backside. You know, we caught him from behind. I was like, oh, okay. 
Nah, he's a dude. Dude's hustling. He's playing. But you know, his first team made those good first impressions. What happens when the Bears get into the system? He gets infected by the same bullshit and lack of playability that seems to affect all these players here. Then all of a sudden, he becomes an overpriced paid dude that we gave a second pick, a second round pickup on, and then we start bemoaning that. It's like then we say, "How who's gonna we trade him? How much is that dead cat money gonna hurt us? Mm. Can we get out of contract sooner?" I hope it doesn't happen. But I, my point is, we don't know that he can play to that contract yet. And for him to do so, he might need a few other dudes around him so he can be the best Montez he can be. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, we we would we, it's just a wait and see game. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it's simple as that. Wait and see. Um, I think it was nothing to lose on our end. I mean, shit. Yes, the second round pick, we we get it, but I mean, a high, probably a high second round pick. It's going to be somewhere between about a three and about a seven. Yeah, I mean, what was Paul's going to get with that with that pick? What question? I'm, I'm just you know saying. What? I mean, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it was. I think it was because I almost say he got burned, but I think last year they really would have wanted to draft a uh, draft to infantry, but we didn't have that second round pick. You know what I mean? And don't forget they moved up and to get back in the second round to get Tariq Stevenson. So that second round pick, it, you know, top forty, top fifty pick can be definitely valuable. Um, but I think Bowles was like, look. I don't know if I'm going to still be able to get the edge rusher I want in the second round. Mm-hmm. And if I, whoever I do get as an edge rusher, if that's what the pick that you use to get an edge rusher, if I do get that person in that second round, are they really going to be the quality that I need? Whether it be better than the Montez Sweat, who I can get now, who I don't have to fight for, who I can negotiate in good faith with now. I have a lot more control. And although a lot of leverage, to some degree, people were saying Montez had against the Bears, I think Poles had a different type of way of looking at it, to where he was able to be more create more create more of a narrative for him and a team than than he would have been able to when the draft happened. Because when the draft happens, man, I mean, we saw what happened last year. Houston did what they did and got you know two of the top you know five players in the draft. You know, I mean, clearly it's looking like two of the top five players in the draft now. With that kind of volatility, and you're talking about later in the second round, you don't know what's going to be there. Here, he's probably saying, I can secure the edge rusher. I'm still going to go after another one, but I know I at least got one. And I know he's already going to be more accomplished and ahead of the game than any rookie I might get. So I think it was a reactive thing compared to what happened last year, not being able to get that edge rusher. That's why I think he went after Montez the way he did. And possibly with two first round picks this year, you may trade down and get second round pick. That second round pick, you know. So yeah, probably not be high thirties, but you you probably that's I I agree with you. He's probably thinking like, you know what, I can recoup this second round pick at some point Mm -hmm. between thirty five and and sixty. But that means that he has to trade that one of those one of those picks. Got to trade down. Well, that's gonna happen. You think so? Unequivocally. Even if number one doesn't uh, doesn't show out in the last, what we have left, 
I'm going to assume he's going to miss the uh, the Thursday he's night game. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he was limited today in practice. I know. He was limited. So but last week they ruled him out before they yeah, practice. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that's a sign. But you're right though. So we're two and seven now. So we got eight games left. At best, we split those eight games. So you're talking at best, we're looking at six and eleven, which gets you for the Bears pick. That is, they get you somewhere probably between eight and fourteen, right? Okay. So the Carolina pick is the one that you're counting that they'd, they'd be a top five pick, and that's the one that you have to trade away. But your question is, is if that's the case, if that's the case, then what if they're going for they're a quarterback? Gonna have, they're going to have to use that. Not second. saying I want another quarterback. I'm just saying that. There's a possibility possible, they may use yeah. that first of – they can use a Carolina pick on a quarterback because yeah. you're not going to get a, a quarterback per se, possibly, potentially down the line uh, later on. You're going to want pro- – the Bears are going to probably want either Caleb Williams, Drake May – Maybe Bo Nix if they're really feeling good about things or whatever. That's disgusting. Kind of. Michael Penix, who I do like, I think his injury history is going to scare teams off. I'm I'm not how I mean. And he's not as. football, but not in the program. Put put 52 up on USC. Not saying USC has a great defense, but. I have a horrible defense, but this is. He had a great year last year. Like I don't, I don't know if you guys listened, and I'm not trying to throw shade at Leon, who comes on NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, he mentioned that you know Michael Penix is having a breakout year. I'm thinking like, uh, see, that's what happens when we in the Midwest. We don't know what's happening out, out out west. But no, Michael Penix basically threw for more yards than anybody last year. You know, that dude threw for almost five thousand yards last year. So this is not his first year breaking that. Plus, he was really good at Indiana. He just had an injury history. So that's been his problem. I will say I've watched more Pac-12 football this season than I think I have in my entire life. I can, I can agree. <laughs> it's crazy. I can agree. They, wait, they play great football out west, and too bad, number one, we didn't know this, but two, this is the last year of it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we who, Kimosabi? <laughs> you, you you were staying up watching watching Pac-12 football? No, been watching Pac-12 football since I was a kid. Back when I, I'm sorry, I was watching Pac-10 football. That's how long I've been watching in the West. Do I, 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 yeah, it was the Pac-10. I, I enjoyed the Pac-10. Dude, but I, I thought it, wait, I thought it was going to say when it was the Pac-8. <laughs> I remember the Big Eight. I don't really remember the Pac-8. I might have heard whispers of that when I was a child. Because <laughs> I think it was it Arizona and Arizona State were the last two to join? I think so. Making yeah. the Pac-10. Yeah, yeah, I think I was like a, a little, a little smidgen of a kid when yeah. when that happened. But that, yeah, was just, that, was, that was just an old man joke. That's all. <laughs> Ages. Um, but, <laughs> no, I mean, granted, actual football, you know, dude, and I, and I'm going on a quick tangent, but generally most conferences, it was usually will boil down to like two or three teams anyway. The Big Ten was always the big two, Michigan, Ohio State. Every now and again, Iowa, Michigan State would show, you know, possibly Purdue when I was a kid. Wisconsin later on became more significant in the 90s and the 2000s. When you look at the Pac-12 or the Pac-10 back in the day, it was USC and UCLA. Washington would show. Arizona. And every now and again, Arizona, you know, or Arizona State, but no kind of sustainability to those schools. It was pretty much UCLA and USC. Same thing in the, in the SEC. It was pretty much, you know, Georgia, Alabama. But then later on, you know, SEC became SEC. But my whole point being is that the Pac-12 
they've always been offensive oriented and a lot of quarterbacks who've been fed into the NFL have come from the Pac-12. Some of your, your more well-known quarterbacks have been Pac-12 quarterbacks. Washington's put out a lot of NFL quarterbacks. People just don't realize it. So they've been playing that kind of football out there. Defensively, not always known to be a defensive conference, kind of like the, we've seen the Big 12 become more of a, a pass-oriented offense. Um, but I, to your point, this year, the Pac-12 has been phenomenal. Um, great games, uh, some interesting defensive stances here and there. I mean, not great defensive games, but making great defensive stances to win the game type kind of stuff. And it's unfortunate because it looked like it could have been a pro, uh, you know, like it started to, to kind of go somewhere. But keep in mind, a lot of those quarterbacks in the Pac 12, they're all transfers. Hmm. Oregon yeah. State, DJ Ugalale yeah. came from Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. Phoenix came from Indiana. Bonix came from Auburn. Shadur from um, Jackson State. Shadur from Jackson State. Yes. Uh, Ward. From Oklahoma. That's right. Caleb from Oklahoma. Uh, Ward, who plays at Washington State. I think he came from Houston or something like that. He, so so a lot of those, and, and, and not that, but they're, you know, these guys have been playing for a bit. So I think that's why we've seen such a great play in the Pac-12 this year. That being said, a lot of those guys are leaving this year, so the Pac-12 might have just fallen on his face next year anyway. So, so we'll see. Uh, but back back to the point, though, what the Bears may do with that pick, uh, yeah, that 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 Carolina pick, if they're going to go quarterback, that's probably one they'll have to use. But to answer your question is, wherever the Bears pick is, that's the one they'd have to use to trade down so they can get some more pieces. I mean, what if what, they're what not going to go quarterback? No, I'm saying if, if they're if, going to go quarterback, right? I mean, if they're going to go quarterback, right? If they don't go quarterback, then I'm you're clearly trading that person, right? To get you a, more of a haul, and mm-hmm. definitely a second round pick would be part of that haul in there. I, 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 I think without a doubt, and, and that second, the Bears pick would be probably something that you want to plug and play kind of player. Might be wide receiver. You're not going to get Marvin Harrison, you know, in the mid rounds or, or late. You know, anywhere between 8 and 14, I'm going to get a Marvin Harrison. But you might get Roma Dunze from Washington. You might get Malik Neighbors from LSU. Uh, you know, Ke- Keon Coleman, who's at Florida State, he probably definitely would be there. So there'll be receivers available who are, are some plug-and-play type kind of guys. Uh, there's a quarterback that might be there in the second round, though. If you get a high second-round pick or if you trade down far enough into the first round, he may climb up in there, and that's Jordan Travis at Florida State. He's having a really good year. Uh, he does a lot of really good things uh, on the football field that you see that can project into the NFL, um, and he's been pretty consistent going forward. So there are a lot of quarterbacks coming out this year. Um, I don't know if any one of them are going to be as good as C.J. Stroud or someone between or, or even have, you know, some – some show like uh, the kid from uh, who's at Tennessee now with the Titans. Uh, Will Levis. Levis. Yeah, Levis has shown that it looks like he can at least be able to play, you know, in the NFL going forward. But you know what, man? We've talked about it before, and I'll say it again. I'll say it until the cows come home and the cows leave and come home again. I don't care who your quarterback is for the most part. It really staff. depends on the staff, man. You know, your roster helps, but that, that damn OC, man, they can they can make it break you in a lot of ways. Well, let's, and that's, let's, let's get on that with uh, Tyson Bajan's performance. Well, the team's performance against the Saints on Sunday. 
Um, I thought they moved the ball pretty well for two and a half quarters. Quarters, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then the offense forgot how to play football. And the Saints, the Saints, the Saints tried their best to give to give the Bears that game and tried their best. Turnovers, man. Three what, picks, well, three picks for Bajan, the fumble by by uh by DJ, DJ. Moore. That was uh, early though. Baby. That was early though. But but it fumble. seemed to sick. That was, that was in the first half. Wasn't that was first it? half. I thought that was the first half. Um, the DJ, do you remember Bajan got a strip fumble in the second half? Right. Right. That, that was, was in the fourth. The yeah. game. That yeah. was yeah. the fourth. I think I thought DJ, I thought I think DJ was, in the, was in the first half. Was it I think first? It was in the third. I think it was in the third. Oh, third quarter. quarter, yeah. Early third quarter, they were driving. It, it looked like the Bears picked up. Anyway, right it don't matter. They turned the ball over. You can't do that. Five, t- five turnovers. I mean, yeah, it's bad. And you get and and as good as the defense played, they they didn't get any. Uh, but I, you know, shout out to the defense, man. Uh, they yeah. they kept they kept the team in it, especially especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, getting, Did they keep big them stops? Did, did they keep us in it, or did the Saints keep us in it? Well, Dennis Allen made his bonehead decision. <laughs> 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 but as much as you know, the the whole Beijing mania deserves to take a hit. What was what was highlighted? Guessy's goddamn play caller. Was once again highlighted. It showed. It's not who's back there. It's the it's the damn coach. You had that boy on the move, doing all type of movement in the first half. First half. Right. Second half. Oh, so so it's not that you can't that our quarterbacks. Well, it I, y'all just made it seem like it was Justin couldn't throw from the pocket. Bates right. definitely can't throw from the pocket. So when you force him to not throw to his first read quick. And he had to wait. It was, but but you didn't put him on the move. You had him doing so much RPO action in the first half, rollouts, bootleg. I mean, had him on the move, and the offense looked phenomenal. But we've been saying that for our for the, our main guy when we do that, how the offense looks, and, it, and you, it's more explosive when he does it. Then you decide, okay, you know what. First off, you changed the game plan like we were down three scores. We were down one score for so long in that game. I'm like, bro, why are we why why did we just say forget running the ball? Like what is going on here? <laughs> like we like you would you would have thought we were down two or three scores. We were down one score for so long. And like I say, the Saints just kept giving us opportunity after opportunity <laughs> after opportunity. And we just kept saying, okay, we got to get it down. We got to get it now. Like, we had so much time to run the clock, run the ball. Even the even in the last possession, that was when he, the last fumble, the last interception he threw that pretty much sealed it. I'm like, okay, we got about three minutes we got tons of time. Let's go back to the offense. We was running early. Get a ball to the running back. Nope. We trying to get it all right there, then and it. Like, what is going on here? Like, it, it, it <laughs> this coaching staff is but is beyond me. Beyond me. Yeah, what, what 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 happens in the in the course of a game that 
makes you switch up something that's working? Are you second guessing yourself thinking that they're going to adjust? So you're adjusting yes. to an adjustment that you haven't really had to adjust to yet. yet? Yeah. 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 I, I, I think you're right, dude. I, I, I think you yeah, like is what smoke said a lot of times. Sometimes these dudes got to be the smartest dudes in the room yeah. and they outsmart themselves. I, dude, I don't understand it because you, you said say, you was hitting it right on the head. Like, okay, so Bajan's doing the same offense that Justin's doing, but some of Justin's critic uh, critics are like, he has to do this offense because he's not capable enough yeah. of being able to read or be in the pocket. I'm like, no, can't. And then I'm seeing Beijing in the pocket. I'm like, man, son, you hold on to the ball for a real long time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I said it. I said it. Once he he's a one read quick guy. Quick read. It gotta be the quickest read in the world. Once you take that away, oh shit. It's, it's trouble. <laughs> now he might get a rid of the ball better than Justin and not try he to does. hold it and be hero. I will give him that. But but he get fidgety back there. And then when the pressure, when it's about to hit him, he he let well, it go. Well, what did he do a lot Sunday? He ran a lot, and they mm-hmm. weren't scheduled runs. He he took off. I'm like, oh, you mean like the other guy that was doing quarterback <laughs> position? He just doesn't get as far upfield as fast, and he slides a lot sooner. But he ran for seventy fucking yards. He he ran the ball like eight times for seventy yards. <laughs> and I don't think maybe one of them might have been a scheduled run. And then they showed that one graphic <laughs> side by side of Justin and Beijing. It's same damn numbers. Hmm. Just, Justin has one more. They both have one win. I think Justin was one in five this year, and then Beijing's what, one in three or whatever it is. Oh, and at the time, maybe one in two. The it, show. Was one in, it was said one and one because they only counted the, they didn't count the, uh, Minnesota thing. Minnesota game. Right. So it was one and one. And I'm like, and then you but the, more importantly, the yards per pass were the same damn thing. And the points were basically say this is often like a tenth of a decimal point, but same damn thing. I'm like, so what is that telling you, everybody? It's the offense. It's not the players. And I'll say this, and I, I said it earlier in the year, and I haven't changed my, my tune about it. I thought the the best coach or most consistent by best, I mean most consistent coaching. Uh, department or unit all year has been the offensive line. They had to deal with a lot of injuries. They were holding their blocks a lot this past two weeks. Well, I'm not saying he he just got he just got fired, which some other bullshit. But the running backs coaches was doing pretty good in my right. Right, Running back coaches doing good too. I mean, like I mean, for the offense to to not be scoring. Like it could be, or whatever. The promise has been having is, I'm like, it's not as much the offensive line and definitely the running game. It's how they're being utilized and what's being asked of them and reasonably being asked of them in lieu with everything else tied to it, i.e., your quarterbacking situation. And the Bears, ironically, are one of the better teams in the red zone. So you're good in the red zone. And I swear to God, dude, I'm watching the game because I, I didn't get to see all of it live, but I'm watching. Some of it I'm watching live. I'm like, man, dude, the ball pretty well. So I'm watching the guys run. I'm like, yeah, these are your third and fourth, fifth. Right. These are third and fourth, fifth third and fourth running, running backs. Back. Yeah. I'm like, and they're doing well. And I'm like, 
you mix it in a little bit right now. We you know the penalties are an issue, but I'm like, for all intents and purposes, they're moving people out the way. The running game is working. And even when they stop us behind because they sniff out a play, that's the NFL's gonna happen. We still they'll come back and get seven yards. I'm like, dude, what is the problem here? It just it, but I'll say this. Our shit goes from sugar to shit real quick, dude. Like once a mistake happens, somehow mentally we do not have the fortitude to keep the shit together. Cause I I know Bayesian threw the one interception, I think, in the first half, right? Because it was first the cover two quarter. It was yeah, first quarter. Right. They had scored a touchdown with Komet, and then he was yeah. I guess it felt good to him. He went back to Komet and then Threw underneath mm-hmm. right, underneath cornerback picked him off, but they both believe picked him off. And but we came back, ended up scoring later scoring on. Right after. The next possession. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, all right, good comeback. And then they were looking good, consistent, good rhythm, blah, 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 blah. DJ Moore fumble happened. And it was just like, I, 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 don't, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, just, mm-hmm. and they just got worse and worse. And like, when our shit goes bad, it don't just go bad. It goes bad, bad. No, real bad. And I mean, it was credit the Saints. They made it look so bad because like I say Dennis Allen on the other side was trying to hand it to us and we just kept fucking it up (laughs) this coaching is insane man it's insane and and I get it Chicago is in an uproar with the two quarterbacks who is who but that game in itself showed you our quarterback situation is what it is. Justin, to most, is the one. Bajan is a solid backup. A solid backup. Like the he's guy def- can, the guy can play football. He's he's definitely on the top end of uh of backups we've seen in yes in my lifetime. Yes, even with a a, a three interception game under his belt. But but what we saw is the coaches are doing neither guy any favors. Any favors? Like, that's the oh, my fault. Oh, go ahead. That's what I'm saying. That's the conundrum because we talked about it before. Okay, you get if Eberflus is staying, who's going to be your OC if you get rid of the OC? What OC is going to come in here and not be certain how long the head coach is going to be here? You know, has to work with quarterbacks who are already here. That's if you don't change quarterbacks, or if you do change quarterbacks. Are you going to entrust this organization to do and try and, you know, uh, nurture these guys to, to to be NFL quarterbacks? And I don't know if you guys remember, we was talking about this earlier before the season began. It's like, look, the, the, the jury's going to be on this coaching staff. Here's your opportunity, the coaching staff. And polls should be watching the coaching staff. Can you develop Justin? And can you, you develop take- anybody? Can you take a quarterback who hasn't been in the NFL and can you get him up to speed? Especially once Bajan looked like he was going to be the one that was going to probably be here. And the answer right now, I'm going to say is, is no. You're not, you, you have moments, but you're nothing in consistency. And, and it's so much so that nobody knows who your quarterback, no, no one feels comfortable, confident enough to say this is the quarterback going forward, even though clearly Justin has a higher ceiling. So, even if your polls and you use your first, you say, say we stick with the same where we at now, the second pick or the third pick overall. You draft a quarterback. How is this shit going to be any different? 
Mm-hmm. It's gonna be mm-hmm. you just you gonna ruin somebody else. Or if I'm Caleb, motherfucker might just stay in school. He'd <laughs> be like, man, nah, dog. I see what they're doing there. I'd rather take my chances with I don't know, Arizona Cardinals or you know, whoever you yeah. think might be the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or whoever might be quarterback deficient, Minnesota Viking, whoever might be quarterback deficient. I'd rather take my chances, you know, Broncos. Give me the Broncos in two years. Uh, who's coach still there, right? Coach Payton's still there. All right, I'd rather be with him. So well, I, I don't I don't I don't know what the answer is, man. I, I I'm scratching my head. I, the, I have no idea where this is going. The first question is how long uh is Eberflus under contract at this point? I don't know if we know that 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 answer. This is right? what this is this is second this year. This is the right? second year. Like, Nagy, Nagy like had one year left, right? So we're done paying Nagy, correct? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So that's what it got. It feels like even who's been in for five years, man. It's just been no damn stress. Is, we we haven't even finished even two, two Yeah, yeah. And he need he need. But but I, but I say that because let's say you stick with Eberflus going into year three. All right. It depends on you know how long he has left. Does he have two years left? Was it a four year deal? Was it a five year deal? On whether or not he can get a quality offensive coordinator come in and say, okay, I can, you know, because if it's only two years, that's tough though. That's, that's tough. what I'm saying. If it's only right. if you only got two years that's left on tough. that contract, I, it's gonna be hard to to bring I, in a, 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 a OC. That's tough. My yeah, thing, a real you, OC. If you if you keep Iberflu, in my opinion, you have to keep Justin. You cannot keep that man and draft a quarterback. You cannot. We cannot keep doing that. We can't keep doing that. If you're going to keep him, you got to keep Justin. And there's only one OC out there that I say he can go get because the league is kind of against him, and that's Greg Roman. That's the only OC, in my opinion, you can go get. And I think Greg Roman would take that job. Because they they kind of put a negative outlook on Greg Roman because Lamar Jackson and his playoff failures and him getting injured, even though him getting injured has always happened when he's in the pocket trying to throw the ball, not when he's running the ball. But they've always made it. Greg's Roman's fault. So I think that's the only OC you can go get, in my opinion, that I think would take the job and I think will cater to Justin's strength, in my opinion. But if I just don't see a a, a world where this guy keep well, I do. The Chicago Bears world. I do. Cause we we do dumb shit. But but in reality, that man has to be fired after this season, dog. It, it just like how do he keep his job? Well, there's a lot of people out there that say the sweat deal, the sweat trade, sort of gave uh, Iberflus, um, um job security. I don't know how true that is, but that's what the, 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 the message. This, this... The message was that that the defense is, is all right. Well, so I put it, I put it this way: if if Bajan don't, if, I mean, if, if Justin don't play Thursday and Bajan play Thursday, we're gonna start seeing a different DJ Moore. We're gonna start seeing that character that I always talk about. We need to see in Chicago because that's the one player that ain't been looking like himself with Bajan at the quarterback. 
I it's heard him. He was good. he was on the score on Monday, and he uh, he he played it. Uh, you know, he he said all the right things. You know, yeah. Um, but now, I think he was he was asked something like, you know, do you think you're you you know they're playing you, um, uh, correctly? Are 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 they using you know your skills correctly? He said, well, you know, the team thing and. You know, Komet had a good game, and Mooney almost had a hundred yards, and blah, 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 you know, so like, he, you know, hey, man. he said the Bump right thing. That. But you might, you might be right. It's interesting we, that you know we we need personality around here. <laughs> personality is what got Josh McDaniel ass out of goddamn Oakland, and we see them boys won the game, and they popping champagne and smoking cigars, smoking cigars, yeah, like they. Yeah. <laughs> Like they don't got rid of the Grinch. They <laughs> <laughs> we man, you man, that that stuff matters, man. And we all I just don't understand. We always seem to have the nice guys. Man, look, something gotta shake. Hey, you something had shake. smoke, you had an issue with uh with Alex Brown. Yeah on uh Sunday's football after show. What 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 was going on there? He's Florida Gator. That's that's the right guy. You know, right there. That's issue number one and two. Well, my issue was, and it's an issue I'm seeing going around, and it's like fifty fifty with the media in Chicago right now. It's like people are out on Justin. They don't want to flat out say it. And they want to provide every excuse in the world for for Tyson Bage. His his stance was the things Tyson did wrong in this game are fixable. And he ain't and and, and my thing what, what bothered me was Justin Fields did not play, hasn't played in three games now. Why do he have to take unnecessary shots? So you're 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 critiquing Beijing, but you're saying if he's in, he ain't in year three making these mistakes. If it, by year three he making these mistakes, then we got a problem. Like like don't don't counteract his mistakes with the guy who's on the bench right now because he's hurt. Like critique the guy. He messed. He was effing up. Like it's that simple. It's that simple. He did not play well, but you, but everyone is providing every excuse in the world for him, giving those same excuses that they rebut for the other quarterback, the coaching, the the offensive scheme, things of that nature. Only of only matters now to this guy. When it go bad though, because when it's working, it's. Look how well he operates the offense. This is the offense that Getsy and, and those guys wanted. This is who they 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 preferred him running offense until it go bad. Then it's what are they doing? Like it 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 it, it bothers me, man. It really does. And it just shows why we're in the state we're in. Because I watch the football after show every single day after a game. And Alex Brown's main stance has always been about winning. It's never been about quarter. It yes, he wants the quarterback to perform well, 
but it's been about winning. When Justin Fields played the way he played against Denver, and then in the end, we lost, it was about winning for him. It wasn't about, oh, he first 300-yard game. I don't care about that. This is how he said. I don't care about that. Did we win the game? But then Sunday, for the other guy, he provides every excuse in the book on what he can see going forward, how he can improve. I, I just don't like that. I don't to me that screams you're out on a guy and it and it screams you prefer a certain quarterback. Even though the things you loved in that game is what the other quarterback does beyond great. Greater than the kid that you're trying to pray. Well did 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 we not do that for Justin too though? Like his first full year starting, we made a lot of uh, compensations. For the fact that he wasn't doing with the offensive line, not blocking guys, not unveiling in terms of receivers. Um, there's a reason he's holding on to the ball because, you know, he has to. He's running because he has to. Um, he's not staying and looking in the pocket and going through his reads because he doesn't have time to. Uh, he's lost faith in the receivers because he can't trust them. They drop the ball when he finally does throw to him. I mean, we did make those allowances, yeah, you know, for Justin. And so with Tyson, to be fair, his fourth game start, his third game starting. So when when Alex says, I'm not backing Alex, I'm just, I'm sure I will say the same thing to some degree. When you make certain mistakes like that, you like to think, okay, that's correctable because you can learn from the mistake you threw. What, what may be more difficult to correct is, you know, if you see in Ghost, like Sam, Sam Darnold said, Stuff like that. Um, but to your point, there does seem to be a thing where it's like face, uh, uh, Tyson was being lauded over Justin. Like he does this way, but this is what, and then I hear things where it gets these offense. I'm thinking like, dude, slow your roll here. Justin ran that stuff and when they actually committed to running it consistently, the Bears look good. Not that okay. They look good. When they walk Washington's ad, Washington was what three and three when we played them? They weren't a losing team when we played them. And we played them on a the road. They had purportedly at least a good defensive line. And we put up 40 on it. It wasn't like we had you know, two turnover, two pick sixes, and a fumble recovery. That was all offense that scored. So it it does seem like there's almost like someone's telling the national media people or the or the, or the announcers, we want you to kind of highlight this. Yeah, I mean, kind of say this. Man, I know you ain't see. I know you said you ain't see the game live, but at halftime of the game. The halftime crew on CBS was Beijing crazy. I mean, oh man, kid play keeps playing like this. There's no way you can go back to Justin Fields. Then after the game, the motherfuckers didn't even remember the kid name. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> come on, man. If you if you listen to the score a lot back in the day, uh Terry Boris used to used to call that out of town stupid. That's that's what like, that's what they are. Like they don't they don't like, they don't really know what's going on. No. You know, they're seeing it from 
you know, the national look, you know, they may they may catch a headline here and there, but that's it. They don't they don't they don't really know the ins and outs of what's going on with the Chicago Bears. They respond to headlines, they don't know the story. Right, right, right. I I'll say I I like some of what what uh what Bajan did and I would love to see the Bears keep him and develop them. <laughs> That's an oxymoron, okay. As a number two. As a two. I want him, I I wouldn't mind him in the quarterback room, but I don't want him to be my starting quarterback. I don't want him to be developed as the starting quarterback. They got him for three years here, right? You imagine you, you keep him for three, and then at the end of the deal, hey, you know, if it works out, we want you to be our backup quarterback for the next five, six, seven years down the down the road here. And because that, and, yeah. and pay him, pay him, you know, what uh what uh, uh the, the the market rate for a backup is. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, right. That's the one I think backup quarterback, man, that's the one position, man. No you look around the league, nobody has, you know, a a a, a great option there. Oh, I'm sure they do. Are you kidding me? Arizona has one. Minnesota has one. It's the same oh, guy. Okay. All right. Yeah, same guy. The same guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, hey, he, got, hey he did. Cleveland he did got win, one. He did win that game for him. Uh, yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland I, wait, I don't Cleveland know, got off. I don't ours. know how. I don't know how he keep doing it because he don't play well in them games, <laughs> but they keep winning when he out there. <laughs> I'm saying though, it wouldn't. I don't think that would be a bad thing. No, it, it, I know it, it's so, it's it's unrealistic because. I'm sure Bajan is one of you know at that moment. He's probably gonna want to test the market and maybe. Yeah. But kids kids West Virginia. He it's more money he's probably ever seen. You know, you know, yeah. I, and, I don't and know. Thing His is, dad is the arm wrestling champion. I'm sure that <laughs> they lived in got, West Virginia. Got something. They lived in West Virginia. That's, that's a little <laughs> bit of money in West Virginia somewhere. He said he came from nothing in West Virginia and he settled on Shepherd. I'm money. just saying. Yeah. I saw. I saw over the top. Stallone won a won a a a, a big truck. <laughs> that's 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 big money there, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Man. And, and my thing is, I don't want. I don't want to sound like I like. I like I said when we first when Bajan Mania started, I did come on here and say, I hope he fall flat on his face. I, re- did I, say but, that. I did say that, but I did retract that last week when we talked. <laughs> I said the kid can play. Like I do, I'm I'm gonna root for him. I just don't like the, the commentary about him. The commentary and and it and it's it's very divisive. Like nothing is his fault. Everything is everyone else's fault. No matter what excuses we gave Justin Fields back then, that wasn't the case in the media. It was it was still, hey, you got to do this, 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 and that. Like when he was in year one, we we all made excuses, but he still carried some culpability in the mistakes he made, and that's the thing that bothers me. It's like he, it's like no, he he makes no. It, and I said this to one of my boys. Like it's like one guy got to be a superhero. He got to overcome 
What? You mean one guy's got to be twice as good as the other guy? Yeah, you know, we, we know how that go. You know, he got, he got to overcome the, the BS that's that he's faced with. And the other guy. He be averaging this okay? Look, the other the other stuff got to elevate him. You know, it, it's that it just bothers me, man. And I, don't, I, mean, I, I don't know what you're implying. What guy's going to be twice as good to get half the acknowledgement? Man, it's crazy. But and, and then on the flip side of that, like you said, is my thing is this this mania for Beijing is all fine and cool, but when Justin show that say he showed to legit not be the guy. We're drafting the quarterback. So mm-hmm. that Bajan love, he's he he's right back on the back burner. It it so it's like y'all hyping him up for what? Because Alex Brown, you're hyping him up saying you do this, this, and that. But you're gonna be just you're gonna be on the other side saying play that 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 rookie that we draft. He not, I don't think Alex is saying that this is the he's the solution. Oh, I, I I don't think he's hey. saying that. Hey man, he's saying if they put some time the way it come off to me, they put some time and effort in Beijing. We're gonna be all right. I mean that's how I look at it. He can't he can't believe that. But American then again, Kurt Warner were, stories out there. Wait, they were the guys that wanted uh that de- he was a part of that defense that that wanted to keep Kyle Orton that would rather have Orton than uh, than Jay Cutler. Jay no, I'm Cutler, talking, Jay no, I'm Cutler or, Cutler. or Grossman? What over Grossman? Yeah, oh, remember Cutler. the trade, right? Um, there are people out there that say that had had Cutler not been traded for, the Bears could have won during that time. I don't. I, don't I lost their goddamn mind thinking that. I don't know. Uh, insane. Last thing, real quick, don't have to spend much time on it. Jalen Johnson uh, requested a trade before the deadline, did not get the trade. Um, so he's got to wait it out now. Will the Bears end up keeping him uh, with the franchise tag or sign him to a to a long term deal, or is he is he out of the door? I think they franchise him. Yeah, if they don't franchise, I, I'm with you. It's some some. He'll stay either by franchise. I mean, they still got money, man. I, I know yeah. plenty of money. Uh, yeah, well, Sweat got his money. He's not eight million dollar man, but I do believe that as of now, and it'll change obviously with the signing. But I think as of now, I think the Bears have around that's also like eighty four, million. Sixty seven. Okay. You know, uh, the cash. Wait, they gave him wait. He's gonna have a forty million dollar hit. Talking about sweat, because before that it was like one ten. Oh, I thought I saw something that said eighty four. Well, I'm saying before sweat, before the sweat deal happened. Yeah, I'm saying after he got his deal, I saw something that said eighty four, but I could okay. be wrong. All right, all right. I could be wrong. I GM know this stuff. Much wait, better. wait. If that, if that's true, if if man. If we're down to 67, I don't know if I like this sign. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of money. But it's not um, my money. I ain't, I ain't gonna say that. It's not my money. Still, it's, it's still like slotted to be like fifth most cap space in the league. And 
you know, keep in mind, there are going to be some contracts that that, that that fall off too at the end of the year too. You know, because a lot of guys are on one-year deals. And don't forget, they, they re-signed Billings also to the extended end. Oh, that's right. They did, they did do that. So, um, but there's still, it's still a lot of money <laughs> that you can do and, and, and sign players with. And that may be another thing that may lend itself to saying, okay, because we don't pick up Justin's option year, they start over again. So they that, that whatever that new rookie quarterback contract is, gives you a little more time, gives you three more years to try and figure it out, you know, before you got to worry about it. So I, I, I don't know, man. But I think Jalen stays because, you know, you, you can't take for granted having good young quarterbacks. And he's a good young quarterback. He's not an old guy. He's got a good experience. He's not shut down, but he's solid. I, I'd say he's somewhere between – uh What's to do for Philadelphia? Somewhere between, like, I think his his ceiling would be Slay. I think he he can that may be his ceiling, but I think he's no worse than um, Bradbury. I think he's better than Bradbury. You know what I mean? So I say he's between Bradbury and Slay. That's that's where I would say, and that's good. I mean, it, it, that's good enough to be on a, a solid playoff caliber defensive team, um, and with the versatility that the other cornerbacks offer with Terrell Smith and Tyreek Stevenson, and you got Gordon and you got uh, Brisker. I mean, dude, that's, that's a solid secondary. I, I don't think you want to break that up at all. You can't have to have too many good corners because guys who get dinged up and injured as well. And you can play nickel and dime and still be really good because most of all those guys are outside of Eddie. They're all pretty good tacklers. So I think it gets done. Okay. <laughs> Thursday night, what you got? Bears, Panthers. Who start? I'm gonna say Bajan start. Panthers. This I don't want to agree. Because Karma's a motherfucker. As <laughs> much as I don't want to agree, I agree. Bajan start. The Panthers are probably gonna be though. I'm gonna go with the well, Bears. You know, you know, I. I, I they hung with the Saints. The Panthers are not as good as the New Orleans Saints. And the Bears are at home. The Panthers. Bryce Young also outplayed CJ Stroud. Something yeah. to be said when you got a point to prove. Later for CJ Stroud. It, it's 56 points in fantasy. I took know. Me out, took me out on, on Sunday. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> But I do, you know, DJ's gonna want to show his old, you know, you got a guy going to go from his old teammates. But the problem is, he's not the quarterback or the running back, he, he really has to depend on the quarterback getting the ball. And Bajan and DJ aren't quite hooking up like Fields and DJ. Fields playing that I'm taking, I'm taking the variance to win because Fields and DJ, I don't think they can clown uh, Carolina. The Carolina's defense isn't bad, right? Burns is out though. Oh, is he? He's out. Um, he is I, out. That, that I might lean towards the Bears. He's, he's, he's their best defensive well, player. They better win if they if they want this number one pick. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure though. Yeah, you know, sometimes they gotta you, do you know, it. If, if, hey, I, I you know I might have to change that back because if it's Justin, Justin might be like, no, why am I going to help you find the guy that's going to replace yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> Screw Didn't that. Didn't think man. about that. Right. Screw that, man. Now my thumb still hurt. 
<laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go to Bulls. Um, the uh, in-season tournament started, and uh, they played a really good game against the Nets until the end when nobody could hit a shot. Zach Levine, but uh, this team is yeah, it's it's, it's they're just they're just so frustrating. Um, you would think this is what this is year three, year three of these guys together. Uh, the, the last players or the or the or the the player of the your, your big three. GM your big three. And well, well, them too. Your big three though. This is this is year three here. You would think they would have this together. I don't know. You know the Lonzo Ball thing that happened two years ago. Nobody's thinking about that now. But they just they just can't get right unless they're playing the Utah Jazz. But uh... <laughs> they do this. It's the same. It's like every time. It's like okay. Turn the corner. Here we go. They played a great game. They played 48 minutes. They, they put it together, put together two good halves. And that's what you're supposed to do. And, you know, they, they had 25 to 30 assists in the game. And, you know, they shot. They didn't shoot a lot of three-point shots, but they shot a high percentage. They shot seven for 17 from three-point land or seven for 16 from three-point land. They got to the free-throw line and shot 50. And they'll come right back, fucking play. Whoever is a bad team, you know, say it was the Spurs last year, come right back and just like look like hot garbage. It's like no consistent kind of like, man, dude, they they bought that shit last year. They beat Boston, what, three out of four times last year? Mm-hmm. They beat Denver twice last year. They beat Milwaukee twice last year. They? they beat Milwaukee twice and hung in like the other game, one of the other two ga- two games against them. They beat Philly finally. And then they turn around and get their ass smoked by OKC both times. Can't beat Minnesota. Can't beat, you know, whoever Houston. the other best. Houston, that's the yep. team. Couldn't beat Houston. I knew it was somewhere in Texas. Couldn't beat Houston or the Spurs. Couldn't win in the state of Texas. It's just, it doesn't make any fucking sense. They, they, that's why they're frustrating. It's like you, 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 you so backwards ass. You don't even ask backwards. You're back ass words. It just doesn't <laughs> make sense. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. And you turn right around and be like, all right, so they're gonna figure it out this year. And what are the what are the uh uh front office do? Tory Craig or whatever. Tory Craig and, and Javon. Hey, Tory Craig <laughs> playing some ball, you gotta admit. No, I Man, like he had them. three points yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I like them, but we, they're bench guys. One one for one guys. for three, though, right? We sit we 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 grind it, we know the bullshit expectations of Pat Will, but we they it's breaking news that he gets benched for Tory Craig, who scores just as many points <laughs> as he does in the starting lineup. Pat Will actually had ten points off the bench. It's something to be said when you're on the floor without both Zach and goddamn DeRozan too. That's something that's okay. So why can't so why can't he play with those guys on the floor? Why can't he play with, with... because they're ball stoppers. There's no ball movement when them guys are on the floor. Boots barely gets the ball. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that, the only difference I've really seen this year is they seem to be making more of a concerted effort from game to game to get Boots the ball. 
They're still so losing. So, <laughs> so in that aspect, if I'm the number four pick on this team, I'm the fourth option with two guys who are ball dominant, and then you have to make a certain effort to get the ball to that third option in Vooch. How do I get a rhythm in this offense? Crash the glass, but see, it's not. It's not just. I get what you're saying, but it's not just offensive. I mean, like, it, but but it's, he it's, don't get the boards. He he he. I am. I did give an excuse. I mean, not an excuse, but an observation for him. But he's still a. He's a bum in my eyes. <laughs> oh, he absolutely is. He's a bum in my eyes now. But I think the offense ain't doing him no favors either. But he, he don't get the boards like he should. He's supposed to be athletically. He, he doesn't use his size like he should. And when he gets his opportunities, he doesn't take advantage of them as like he should. And there's times he's gotten opportunities, even with the other guys on the floor. You know, and it's like, dude, stop hanging out at the three point line and thinking that's how you're going to get your offense generated. You know, go to the basket, go along the baseline, yoke on somebody. Like he did some of that like his, his rookie year. And then it's just like nothing after that. And now it seems like he's so settled into it. I don't see resistance coming from him. I don't see that indignation, that fire of coaching. indignation. Coaching. And something to be said for coaching in the city of Chicago. I don't know about how much. Billy Diamond, I have higher expectations for him. And once he lost the point guard. Is it? It is. He had nothing. And the fact that he let the front office not bring him in a point guard. That's what I was going to say. Why didn't they just go get a point guard? They did. Carter. Why didn't they go get a point guard? (laughs) (laughs) Why haven't they gotten – why haven't they gone to Europe and found somebody that hits three-pointers and that's all they do? Why haven't they gone to the deep – Why uh, why don't we have have any suitors? We were – we always seem to be we and why do laugh people, and joke across the why, world when why it comes we, to sports. Why do we want our guys to shoot threes? I mean But, did, but didn't they tell us AK did all the development and getting all these guys these that's what, that's, yeah, that's what he did. Ain't brought not one in Chicago. <laughs> we got fleece. Nair. Nair. Nair body. That's what I'm uh, saying. It's like dude, I knew, I, 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 it was a red flag for me when we drafted. Pat Will over Demi Object. That wasn't a did Demi Demi Object. It was a it was a red flag for me there because he was a European guy that had that was up and coming and that that screamed what everyone said this this regime did for other organizations. And we passed on them for passed on him for Pat Will, who was coming off the bench. Like, <laughs> like so he was coming that, off the bench for a reason, though. It was Yeah, you know, yeah. We 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 were he was I providing mean, G- a spark G- for Florida. GM State. actually GM actually the one that made me accept that because he called that. <laughs> he called that shit when we when we talked about that back then. He called that. I had no idea who the hell Pat William was, and GM called that pick as a sleeper, and that's what we picked. And so hey, I was, yeah. so so he's, so he's going. Wait, he's going to though. As soon as they get rid of him, 
<laughs> he's gonna become a 25, 25, and 10 no. guy. No, yeah. As soon he as like Laurie. Just don't like Laurie. We saw this, we saw this potential with Laurie. No, we didn't. Laurie wasn't a bum like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Laurie would Laurie had out, games where he would give you he'd 20. Come out, he get he wait, he came out and gave us 35 one night and then gave us when six the Pat, next night. When his pack gave us 20. He's given us 20 before. Uh, when we late in the season, when Tim yeah, was playing season. a second team and is trying it to go to the playoffs. But he gave it to us. <laughs> Larry gets to Utah and is a damn all-star and is, is breaking us off, uh, uh, breaking it off against the Bulls. Last night scored what? 29 points. Come on, Larry plays with passion now. He was, like, he, he was just like a passionless dude here. But I mean, he and Laurie admitted when he was here. Just you know, he 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 he's got a different perspective. I think he had to go through what he went through to be where he's at. Maybe the so same we, thing with so Pat. We, we the transition. Yep, stepping stone, baby. Go through your BS with us. Man. Find yourself when you leave. Hey, That's the playing the playing tournament. What you guys? What you guys think of the uh, the first the first games? I mean, why should I care? Uh, what? Here's my. Purple, I think I think it's a good idea. Floors, red floors. I think it's a good idea. The problem is, it's too early in the season. Well, and I, I think that their reasoning, I think their reasoning is to give us something to watch before Christmas. It's just a basketball game. You could just, but, you could just yeah. schedule it like you normally would. But they, but but they, 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 they don't have a big. They gonna have a big tournament, and and you know the big Final Four in Vegas. And you know, the team is gonna get, you know, the confetti and gonna get a trophy. Do they get rings for this, you think? I don't get paid no ring. Okay. But that's but that's what it is, man. They trying they're trying to hype up the season because usually we wait until Christmas until the NBA season, you know, officially starts. Yeah, so, I I, I, get I it. like I like the concept because coming in, I didn't know how they were about to do this. I thought they were going to like pause and do like a tournament, but right. no, this is just, it's the regular season. It's a regular season game that goes to your final record, but it's, it's positioned as a mid season pool game. Right. So it, it's a lot of moving parts here, but it, like Ed said, it makes, it makes you more in tune as the fan. Like, oh, it's a it's a midseason tournament game. Like, you know, it it kind of makes it more intriguing, more of a okay. We can't wait to Christmas to turn it on. You know, if we if we want to play for something. If if I were the NBA, I think I would do this right after the All Star break. Going to but going to the playoffs or or the championship game of the no no no, no. the the actual the tournament start the start the tournament yeah yeah I mean you still do it the same way the regular season games but you do it after the All Star break because that's when you know it's like the dog days man those those you know late February March games you know nobody nobody is is really paying attention yeah, to those shit you, that's when. You, that's when the uh, that's when they want to take they the, put off right, the gas exactly. 
what did they what do they call it? Uh uh low management. Mm -hmm. That's when that happens. So stick it there. And then it, you know, it may create a little buzz before we get to the playoffs. So when is the final of the I think December eighteenth, I wanna say? Does that make sense? Oh damn. Is that something? Yeah, it's it's a quick. This is a quick tournament. Yeah. Oh, uh, they said mid season. I thought it was gonna be like right before yeah. All Star break. I don't know, man. I, uh, I I'm, still don't hold get on, it. Key dates. Here we go. <laughs> See, me no, it's December. It. No, it's December 9th. Oh, is the championship man. game? So when is the next? So they're doing it. So the next one is Friday night. Okay. And then after that, it's going to be Tuesday. The you know every Tuesday and Friday. Okay. Going forward, but, but see, Glenn, I kind of understand it because that's like so understanding pool play and all that stuff being in travel baseball. <laughs> I I understand it. It's just the fact that it's still a regular season game, quote unquote. But it's it's yeah to to understand the whole midseason tournament. Don't I don't even see. Think about, I don't. Don't I even don't think about the regular season. I don't understand why it's part of the regular season. Just I understand why. What we can make just make the make the. Uh, I mean, you're not losing. You're not really losing games. So make the. Uh, um. Take the season mm -hmm. down to I don't know seventy. What what, what would the number be? Uh, seventy six games, whatever it would be, and then you know the the tournament is on its own. That's what that's what I would do. I don't know, but uh, it's cool. Whatever you know. I guess you don't want to stop the flow of the true NBA season, but you can still do it the same way the Friday and Tuesday thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess it's one. This is one step ahead of, uh, or or one step above, uh, like a summer league, uh, championship, like the Bulls had a few years ago. You know, yeah, I, who cares? You need to let to get that Larry O'Brien. I don't care about no midseason stuff. Midseason tournament. Could you imagine? A I mean, December? we already we already own one. If, we if the Bulls wait. Wait, if the Bulls get to the championship and we can have a parade on on December eleventh, <laughs> I, I think it'll be awesome. I'm all in. Well, we already lost our first pool play game, so <laughs> <laughs> hey, they can go three and one and still make it. They can they can still be a wild card. They can still Ooh, be yeah, a wild next. card. Uh, the tenth. Who does who do the Bulls play uh, Friday night? Uh, the Bulls are playing Denver again. I'm not Denver. I mean, it's Detroit again. Wait, do they play Friday night? Oh no, their next one isn't until they play the Magic on November seventeenth. No, that's a L. We know they kicks our ass all the time. <laughs> And then they play the uh they play the Celtics on the November twenty eighth. We'll win that one. 
Oh, yeah, they win that win Boston. Absolutely. <laughs> but they probably will win that one. That's the Absolutely. weird thing. Yeah, well, was... <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, let's move on real quick before we get out of here. Uh, baseball thoughts real quick. Uh, Tim Anderson uh, did not have his uh, option renewed by the White Sox. He will become a free agent. TA7 gone. Um, thoughts on his legacy that he leaves. Is there a legacy? There, he, was the, he was a face of baseball for a little bit there. For a year. Face of baseball? He was. Maybe yeah. for you a year. Sox, you mean White Sox baseball? No, MLB for baseball? MLB. He was the face I didn't say the face. I said he was a face. Oh, okay. I Not the face. face. I give it I think he, had, he had he had a moment. 20, 20, 2019, 2021. He was a face in baseball. He was he had a he had a moment. Yeah. When he was he won the, he won a bad title. That was but twenty that, that was twenty one. That was the year I'll say he had uh, uh he, so he was won a, he won a batting title in nineteen though, didn't he? Yeah, but nobody but knew that don't mean nothing. But then yeah. he was he was he was I mean the Arizona, the Arizona he, had the, he had the bat he had the bat flip deal and you know that he was a face. I bray you won a world won an MVP and nobody knows. Tree falls in the forest and no one knows it and they can't make a Louisville slugger out of it. Does anybody really know? I mean yeah. it, it it you know it, it's like if he had two batting titles, maybe I I, I think his energy and pizzazz it was burgeoning and it almost looked like the White Sox might have a personality I believe and it's going to sound shitty but I think him being black helped in that regard to some degree because it's like there's not enough black players African American players they're they're black in terms of coloring so to speak but not race but not ethnicity right you know I mean uh, not nationality nationality wise no but not African American. And he was he was, you know, that's when that bullshit, you know, later on, it wasn't that year that you mentioned, but later on, Josh Donaldson gave him shit out, hey Jackie Robinson, hey Jackie Robinson, you think you look like Jackie Robinson, you know, whatever. Um I I think I think baseball wanted to build something around him potentially to say, hey, you know, bring some of those athletes from from basketball and football back to baseball. But that shit came and went so quick, man. Yeah, it crashed down. Like, yeah. Like a, yeah, it crashed down quick. Yeah, it 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 didn't it didn't fluctuate like like we like I thought it would. Like it looked like it had some momentum. It was about to get going. That right. field of dreams moment was an amazing moment. Yep. Yep. And it was like Whoa, Tim is about to be a superstar. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think and he then, believed that too. And then boom. The, the next year it was like okay. Well right. Tim Anderson. I, and then this year it just all hell broke loose. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I got some thoughts on how you can uh alleviate yourself from from, from some issues. You know, uh, 
social media is not not always a, a great, <laughs> great and thing. That's, and that's undefeated, baby. Right. <laughs> you know, you got to take some control of, of of some things if you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely played his own part. Yeah, and yeah. and his demise, like, played a part in it. Like, as an American-born player, your lifestyle is more relatable to to the American citizens. Mm-hmm. So, like, what comes out about you is is going to be highlighted more so than if it came out again. Fernando Tatis or some shit, you know, like he might got four wives, and we'll who gives a damn, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but, but you know, it, it's just it's it comes with the territory, though. Like, you know, you know so you got you got to let them know, hey, you know, you messing with our livelihood here, you know? yeah, but um. Make better decisions about that. Still not making better decisions. Yeah. They could so have Here's my thought. I don't it was only a $14 million option. They could they could have brought him back for a year, right? Hey, and, and what what's 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 funny about this is granted we all don't think it'll happen. I mean, it ain't like they can't re-sign the motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, we don't see it happening, but but uh, yeah, I, part the, of, wait, wait, the socks, wait, the socks put out that goodbye. Uh, I know, I know, and all that I stuff. Saw that. So yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's not happening. I saw that, and in my mind, I'm like, this would be wild as hell. Is if the only option for both is to bring them back? Nah, somebody, <laughs> somebody gonna, somebody gonna pick them up. Somebody's gonna get them for that price. But he he I, I said it all year long though. I said it before this happened that he needs a new scenery. Yeah. He he, he needs a new scenery. His time in Chicago has come to an end. It it it, it it's time for him to move and, and change the scenery and and try to revitalize his career. You know, he, he started low. He worked his way up, and now he's back on that downward slope. He like anytime that happens in the same place, you need to go somewhere else, in my opinion. But I remember sitting at a Yankee Sox game arguing with a a Sox fan who was when Tim was like in year two, and he was just he sucked. He ain't you know, and I'm like dog. Like first, I'm a Yankee fan, by the way. And I'm in the stadium full-blown arguing with a Sox fan about a White Sox player, and I'm on the White Sox player side. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dude, like, you act like it's easy to do this. Like, a young black boy on the come-up, like, it ain't going to happen overnight. Like, and then he start, it's like right after that, he start elevating. But now that elevation is he's declining now. Like so his time up is 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 I mean, and we know the organization ain't ain't White Sox ain't future ain't bright. No, not at all. You know, going somewhere else, change the scenery, 
no, organization no. that may that may invest in you personally, you know, and and you know, and wish them well. Wish them well. You got a uh, you got a center fielder. You got one starting pitcher. What the what they need to goddamn do? They that's I mean this kind of defeats my purpose of of Tim leaving. We need to get some goddamn Americans, and I said we. I ain't even a White Sox fan, but too many goddamn Latinos, in my opinion. <laughs> Jeez, what, 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 how do you really feel? What, what, what a day you just saying, man. Just I'm just saying, can't nobody. Can't nobody. That's why Sox can't get no people in the seats. Ain't nobody to relate to. What you talking about? It's a whole bunch of Latin players and family and 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 and, and fans who are in the Latin background. And a lot of a lot of white like Sox. Why they don't go to the games? Well, you know, ticket prices. Yeah, I'll price some people sometimes. Ticket <laughs> prices. You can get Sox tickets for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a lot about that. Well, I don't know, man. I, 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 I think with Tim, I don't. You said legacy. I think that's. I think you being generous. Maybe, maybe what could have been. But Tim, I'll say this. At least I did, from what I can see, when you talked about when he was younger and he was struggling, let's not forget that. I think his. Real close friend had been murdered or mm-hmm. died or something like that, and I, I think. And then recently, this past year, Tim's play really seemed to be affected by his off the field issues that he had. So I think he's a guy where anything that is personal to him that's off the field, if it's a, if it's if it's not in a, in a good light or in a good situation or a good setting, he takes that stuff with him to the field. He he is, and when I say he takes it with him, his focus. It's just he played like an unfocused player all year. Maybe towards the end, he got a little bit of refocus, but generally speaking, he played like an unfocused player the majority of the year. And when that happens, he's he no good to anybody. I think the White Sox are like, I don't, maybe they're not seeing him getting out of that tailspin anytime soon, so they'll cut their losses. Hey, he still hit 296 this year. One home run, right? Oh no, I got that wrong. I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm about to say, dude, it's a two sixty nine. I'm sorry. I I was wrong. He's two forty five this year. I'm about. Yeah, what's that? I remember him being over two seventy, but you know, I, I'm looking, not looking at the stats. Looking at the, I was looking at the wrong column there. I, my 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 bad. Well, that that is 20, 21? Is OBP was two eighty six. Slugging was two ninety six. That's your problem That's right there. Horrible. That That's was it. Right God there. awful. Yeah, he only hit one home run this season, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, and that's crazy. Along. That's wild. So, like, good luck to Timmy. That's wow. that is my guy, man. I'm 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 a miss. Right, he was, he was right. definitely somebody somebody to root for, man. That's so. where I end up a Yankee. Oh, then I then no. I have to hate Tim Anderson. Oh man, no, nah, he's not gonna end up a Yankee. I I sure stop. You have to go blue. He ain't coming here. That's bad. Uh. The Cubs made a gangster move. Really? Went out. They did. They went out and got Craig Council and then fired David Ross. 
the 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 beloved David Ross, World Series mm-hmm. winner David Ross. Almost got to the playoffs this year, David Ross. Man, Cubs, Cubs, a boy. That's that that was that was a gangster move right there, man. Well, yeah. I mean, great counsel. Is is that like hiring like a gangster Amish guy or something? I just well, Craig Council. He's, he's been quirky, he's been yeah. what the the Brewers have been in the playoffs what five of the last six years something like that. I what they do when they get there though. True that, just but they get there because but yeah. but, but I say that. Because one thing about, to me, when it comes to baseball, you don't see the true effect of the manager into the postseason. Over 162 games, like if your team is good, if you're a competent manager, your team is going to do okay. Like, you got to be a, a shit manager to take talent and legit, like, F it up. I mean, you we saw gone. that. We I, I was stuff. about to mention that. <laughs> I was about to mention that. <laughs> I was going to get into that. But you legit have to be a shit manager. If you're a competent manager with talent over 162-game season, you're just going to simply, for the most part, outlast most most teams. But when you get to the postseason, that's when you have to show that you can coach. Like, that's why a guy like Dave Robertson, Rob is it? No, Dave Roberts with the Dodgers. The Dodgers, yeah. He's a he's a he's a he's a trash manager. <laughs> he's literally a manager just has uh Unbelievable load of talent. But when it's time for him to manage, he can't do it. It's no way I'm still trotting Clayton Kershaw's ass out there. I don't give a damn what moment it is. I ain't got I don't care how respect the respect level. Fuck that. I'm trying to win. I'm not throwing your ass out there. You on the back end when my third or fourth starter we up in the series and I can try to sweep or if we lose we good but <laughs> but like so that's where I'm wondering when it comes to credit council because yeah he won those divisions but when it came to postseason what did they do you know so we'll see I mean and and since the Cubs won the World Series the Ricketts hasn't really been they haven't really been too much into spending the money that they have. Well, they must have They must have re- recouped it because uh, Craig Council is not the highest paid manager of all time. They gave him five years, forty million. Yeah, are they going to spend that type of money on that roster too? I, I don't know. Maybe they go out and That's try to get Otani. Because I mean, Strowman opted out. Yeah. You know, so we'll I see. hear they supposed to be high in on Otani. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all know that's not gonna happen though. It's just not. They just they, not 
They got the money, man. They got the revenue man, streams now. He's not coming. He's not gonna come to goddamn Chicago. We don't get nice things here. If they okay? pay him. We don't get nice things in Why Chicago. Why don't say we? I'm not a Cub fan, so I. I, I mean, I, I'm I, not either, but I'm speaking on behalf of the city at this point. <laughs> we don't get nice things. Hey, they want they they won a World Series and they got rid they of did. everybody, but you know, they did win it. So every day it happens. Sox winning in '05. Yeah, that was damn near 20 years ago. Yeah. It's gonna be another hundred years oh. for both. That's, that's crazy. Almost twenty years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Time flies, man. Time flies. Yo, let's uh, let's get the picks. Um, good week for me and Glenn. Smoke not so much. Uh, Damn, I went two so and close. one. I was close on both of my games too. You were. I had a you chance were. on both of them. <laughs> Goddamn Dallas get to the Word. damn Dallas five got down there. Oh, penalty, man. penalty, penalty, sack, sack, sack. Like what the I, fuck? fantasy. Dak Dak is now my starting quarterback. I started him over Herbert. And uh he I just needed one one touchdown would have put me over the top, man. Oh, man. oh yeah, you said you went against CJ Stroud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what put me it. over the top was I managed to make a last on the day of Sunday. Yeah. Before 12 o'clock games. I had Atlanta's defense because I wasn't going to play Dallas defense versus versus Philly. Yeah. Philly. Yeah. I wasn't doing that. I I said, you know what? I got to make a change. And I went and traded out Atlanta's defense for the Chargers. I went into Sunday. I went into Monday night down one point. That's tough. Did you watch just the game in the, agonize? Just the Chargers. No, I didn't because they. I got a punt return quick. So, I, I mean, of course, you know your defense start with 10. So, I was up. This, once the game started, I was up eight. I was up, what, nine? So, I'm like, okay, I just need them to not shit the bed. But then when he ran that punt back, I said, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I don't even got to watch them more. This, they can give up 30. <laughs> that punt return is going to keep me up, keep me at least at two points. So, but they went crazy though. But, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I'm the low man, right? Actually, no, no, no. You're still tied with me right now. So we're both ten and eleven now. Glenn, you're the lead dog with twelve and nine. What? So since uh, I'm still in, and we're tied for last, I think I will. I'll go first. I'm gonna take Texas minus ten. Over TCU, USC is a fifteen-point dog against Oregon. Is Taylor playing? He looked like he was crying after the last game. He was crying. <laughs> he was. Wow. Uh, I'm not touching that game though. Uh, I'm gonna take the Texans plus the seven against the Bengals. Damn, Giants are getting sixteen against the Cowboys. Cowboy about to beat the brakes off their ass. You got um DeVito, whatever the hell his name playing. He is terrible, man. Oh, um beat him by 40 with Daniel Jones. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Raiders plus the one and a half. Who they got? They got the Jets. Oh yeah, that's a good game. 
Smoke, who you got? I'm actually going to do two college this week. I'm going to go Michigan plus, I mean, no, minus four and a half over Penn State. I'm the base. It's crazy. Last week we was talking about how Arizona, they have minus ten and a half over Colorado this week, but I ain't taking that one. I'm going to go Alabama minus ten and a half over Kentucky. Alabama. And then NFL. I am going to take. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to take uh, Pittsburgh minus three over Green Bay. Yeah, this was one that I had locked in. What do you got? I'm going to go, that's weird, but I'm going to go Crimson Tide, uh, minus 10 and a half uh, over there in the Bluegrass State playing with, with the Wildcats. Sticking with college, uh, the other team I can't ever really support in real life, I'm going to use uh, their betting line and take Old Miss plus 11 on the road between the hedges against the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. And a one pro game, I'm going to not that certain about this one. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers minus three at home against the uh, Packers. What was the line on the Ole Miss game? Uh, 11. Ole Miss is plus 11. Plus 11. All right, cool. All right, good luck, fellas. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. We want to thank you all for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Hey, I read somewhere that Google is going to turn into YouTube podcast, or they're going to go to YouTube music now. Mm. Guess that's good to know. Uh, you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and yours truly. Yo, Glenn. Yep. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. Just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week. Hey.